it's time for the Super Coach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. Sure is a week off, well rested. I am your host, Paul Grzadka, for another week of the Supercatch Professionals Roundtable Podcast. Ryan MS with us, as always. How are you, mate? How did you enjoy the week off? Yeah, not too bad. I went out and checked out the test match, which was um, a bit of a fizzer, but um, still a good night. <laughs> Didn't uh, go out partying afterwards, did you? No, I did not. <laughs> You give a wide berth to that question. Uh, Peter Hanscom with us, of course, as always, as well. How are you, Pete? Yeah, good. Um, I went out and attended one of the, the matches too. I went to the last ever city country game up at Mudgee, and that was a great day. Um, nice town up there. And, yeah, it's uh, a bit of a shame to see city country go and a you know, real shame to see city win it as well. But uh, there you go. But uh, no, it was enjoyable nonetheless. It's a shame, I think. You know, it's just another thing they've they've got wrong, really. The NRL have got a lot wrong lately, and I think just ditching the city country without any sort of thought of, you know, modifying it or, you know, just to get rid of it. I think it's just poor showing on their behalf, and I think they've made a lot of poor decisions in recent times, and, you know, it's not getting better, is it? But uh, we kick on with the super coach side of things, and no Andrew Molinaroli because he's made a, making a comeback tonight, at least to the training uh, Paddock, Wyong Roos. We tweet out occasionally about Wyong Roos. Latrell Mitchell plays for them. Um, and now our own Andrew Molinaroli will be playing for them as well. Well, Mitchell had been playing for them. We're going to talk about team changes in a moment. Mitchell back in the first grade squad. But yeah, the Roosters um, feeder club. So that's interesting there too. Um, injury report. Um, Pat Lyons from Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care, um, not able to join us tonight um, on the show, but has been able to send us some information. So let's go through that now. Uh, we'll start with Jonathan Thurston. Um, we know that he's awaiting, he was awaiting um, scans with the chance of there being a grade two tear in his shoulder, which would rule him out for four and six weeks. But the Cowboys then issued a statement saying their skipper wouldn't need to go under the knife. Um, it does not require surgery, said the quote. It's not season-ending. Um, Pat's um, words to that information is, if they are saying no surgery required, it must have been a relatively small tear. They haven't specified the injury, but I presume rotator cuff or labrum. Both can be managed without surgery. I'd be guessing he'll miss three to four weeks, which is around that timetable origin um, of origin one, which we're hearing. Uh, James Roberts, he, he did an ankle injury two weeks back now. Of course, we didn't have a show last week, thanks to the Rep Brown. Um, originally, the, again, a long period was was um, potential because um, it could have been a serious ankle injury, but then the scans uh, the Friday of a week ago revealed Roberts would only miss four weeks due to damaged ligaments in his foot. Um, Pat's saying, look, the four weeks is a minimum. Um, it could be up to six weeks. Usually with these things, they can take a bit longer than initially expected. And Josh Dugan, well, he fractured his cheekbone in the Anzac test, um, but now hearing um, just a, just three weeks on the sidelines despite needing to undergo minor surgery. They're saying after meeting with a specialist on Sunday, he'll be on the sidelines for only three weeks. Again, perhaps Origin got a lot to do with 
Um, why they're saying he'd be right to go in three weeks. Pat's saying that seems like a quick recovery for a broken cheek. Um, but he's been noticing since doing this show, really the last couple of years, they do seem to throw them out there, things like jaws and cheeks and any facial injuries, and just hope that it doesn't get a knock on it again. So we've noticed that uh, a few times this year, or last year more so, where we've said, you know, these injuries is too risky for them to come back, but but actually the players are, are taking some chances that they won't redo the injury. Um, Josh Dugan, Pete, he's, I mean, he had it one last year, didn't he? So I guess, you know, I'm not saying it's it's related, but we know that he spends a lot of time uh, recovering from injuries and, and on, the, on the floor, even during games, he can be slow to get up, etc. Yeah, he's he's a great player and a you know, great athlete. But, yeah, well, well, the injury last year was courtesy of a illegality from Greg Inglis. But um, this one on the weekend is unbelievable. Friendly fire from Russell Packer was uh, in the test match. It was pretty unlucky. But, uh, yeah, hopefully he's back soon. But, yeah, he's had problems with the hammies and so on in the past. But he's a great player and, and Dragons need him back and New South Wales need him back. And there might be a few people for Supercoach that need him back too. A couple of Tigers players are also um, suffering injuries. Aaron Woods has done a hamstring. He'll be out from four to six weeks. Um, probably not a lot of owners out there, but um, it could affect, I guess, James Tedesco owners, Ryan, um, although we've found Tedesco to be pretty bulletproof when it comes to his supporting cast so far this season, but this is a, a big blow, losing the captain the biggest meter-eater for the, for the side. Yeah, it is... Um... They'll struggle a little bit without him because um, they didn't have very much depth in the forwards anyway, um, let alone losing uh, one of their better ones. So, yeah, four to six weeks uh, with a hamstring. It didn't look good um, when he limped off against the Sharks. Uh, but, yeah, as you say, um, we'll see how it affects them. Um, it, so are they going to be... Yeah, they're either going to really struggle or they're going everyone's going to step up. I mean, it's going to be one of those two. Yeah, and it just puts more pressure on Tedesco, but even if you know they, they, they lose trying, he could put up 60, 70 supercoach points, as we've been seeing. Absolutely. His teammate, David Nofalumo, who's been another one of the very, very few Tigers players worth owning this year, has had scans on a knee injury. He was out last week from the Samoan side, but um, still seeing how the injury responds to treatment. Not a lot of information on the West Tigers website about this knee injury. Uh, he has been named today, so we're assuming that he's going to get the go-ahead. Although, should be mentioned, um, Dallin Watini Zelezniak's older brother, Malachi, who now plays for West Tigers, a mid-season transfer, has been named on the 21. So he could be a direct replacement there for Nofaluma, if Nofaluma's ruled out. Josh Reynolds has done a hamstring. Uh, he'll be out for five weeks, they're saying. Again, you don't own Josh Reynolds, but maybe Matt Frawley's on your bench. He'll be starting now and playing 80 minutes, so that's an interesting one there. While Isaac Liu for the Roosters, uh, a late withdrawal the week before. He's going to be out for a few weeks with a foot injury. Let's go on now to our main talking point. Yes, it is this this time of year, origin, just around the corner. You need to know who's likely to play while you're now starting to really wheel and deal and make those changes um, leading into round 12. So like we do every year, we name our teams. Now, these isn't the teams we'd want to see um, as much as we'd love to do that as well and you know, tell New, New Wales selectors at least uh, what we think. Um, we don't do that. We just try to fig- get into their brains, listen to 
you know, the reports out there and, and, and look at our own scouting when we watch all the games to figure out the most likely um, 17 or even 18 players that are going to play for each team. It might just help you with your super coach planning over the buy period. Um, I guess we'll start with Andrew as he's not here, so we can make fun of him, but <laughs> no. Uh, we'll read his out and then we'll go through your guys as a nine. No, I'll finish up. Andrew said Tedesco fullback, Ferguson, Tommy Trubovich on the wings, Jared Hayne and Jack Bird in the centres, Maloney and Pierce at the halves, Fafita, Clemmer, props with Nathan Peets at hooker, Boyd Cordner is captain and in the second row with Wade Graham, Tyson Frizzell, Locke, Matt Moylan, Josh Jackson, Jake Jabrovich on the bench with Jack DeBellin getting in, in there ahead of Merrin, Shannon Boyd, another Aussie player there named as 18th man. Um, I guess we'll come back to, to Queensland. We might stick with New South Wales for now. Uh, Pete, what about you? What have you got? Okay, well, I've gone with Tedesco. I think he's a standout fullback. Um, played in the third game last year, and he's, he's the number one fullback in for New South Wales, at least, and close to in the game. Blake Ferguson, I was lucky to play in the best team, but anyway, I think I'll I'll transfer that. I think James Roberts will get selected if he's if he's injury free. I've also put Dugan in there temporarily, so Roberts, Dugan, Hayne, Maloney, Mitchell Pierce seems to be the word on the street. Uh, for Fida, Pete's uh, Tamu, he's been there before. Jackson, Cordner as captain, which seems to be a given to most people, and I put Merrin there at thirteen. And then my reserves are Clemmer, Frizzell, uh, Greg, uh, sorry, Jack Bird, and Jack Trebojevic. Jack, Jake Trebojevic. Yeah, interesting. They're not that dissimilar to Andrew's side. I guess the big thing, those two injuries to Roberts and Dugan, who Pat had, had helped us out there a bit earlier on that Could You Bay Health and Injury Care report. Um, I should mention as well with Could You Bay Health and Injury Care. If you go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com, you can get 20% off. So it's worth visiting Pat there, um, not just sporting injuries, back and neck injuries as uh, as well, uh, back and neck pain. Uh, he can help you there. So if you're in the Sydney area, Could You Bay Health and Injury Care is definitely the way to go. And go to our website there to get the discount on your first visit. Um, I guess, you know, speaking of Roberts and Dugan, um, realistically, even if one of those are out, I guess you've got Jack Bird on, on your bench um, and Hayne could move into the centres um, from the wing. Is there any other names you sort of thought as cover or is it really, you know, is Dylan Walker a chance? Tom Jaroyevich, I think Andrew had him in his team. Are, that, are they the sort of potentials that you see there in in the centres, if Bird comes into the side, are you replacing him with another back on the bench, or are you looking at a forward or a, or a half? Well, for me, the the issue, the biggest issue for New South Wales is the hooker position. Like Barra has been the 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 hooker there basically in pretty much every game, apart from one I think when Ennis filled in, but Ennis is also retired. So so Pete's is, is the hooker there, and he gets. He either plays 80 or has been close to 80. I've checked in his last few top buttons games. Mm. You need someone on the bench that's going to be able to play, I think, some dummy half just to cover him. And that's why I've got Greg Bird there. Jack Bird. In terms of... Uh, sorry, I've done it again. Jack <laughs> Bird, I'll get it right. Um, um, 
if not him, then I think he'd probably bring in someone like uh, I'd probably I named some other players as, as standby if you like, and one of them I, I thought it was Matt Moylan who played last year, so they might slot him in. Yeah, um, Jared Croak is a bit too specialist in the centre position, so I'd probably it'd probably be Moylan I would suggest. Yeah, I think he's going to be close. Ryan, what about you? What have you got? Um, yeah, for New South Wales, I've got Tedesco, Ferguson, Josh Morris, Dylan Walker, um, Tom Trevojevic on the wing, then Maloney and Pierce in the halves, then Clemmer, Pete, Safita, Graham, Cordner, and Frizzell. Um, with so Cartwright, forward, Jake. Pack again, sorry. Sorry? What was your forward pack again? It was uh, Clemmer, Pete, Safita, Graham, Cordner, and Frizzell. And the bench? And the bench uh, had Cartwright, Jake Trevojevic, Jack Bird and Shannon Boyd. Interesting. Um, it looks like, you know, and I know Peter Sterling's there now, but Bob Fulton's still going to be around. It does look more like that traditional team to perhaps what Andrew and Pete have gone with. Ryan, is that sort of your thought, that they're going to stick with the guys from last year like Josh Morris and Dylan Walker? And adding a few guys on top of that that have got Australian experience, like Boyd and Jake Jabrovich. Um Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think, like, and Dylan Walker's there. I didn't name Dugan because I didn't think he'd be fit for mm-hmm. game one. So, um, I mean, Dugan could easily slot in there and Dylan Walker could either end up on the bench or as 18th man, um, depending on how they wanted to use Jake, uh, Jack Bird. And depending on how they want to use Pete's, if they use uh, him for 80 minutes or if they interchange him with someone else. I'll read out my team as well. Um, Tedesco, Ferguson, Bird, Hayne. I, I like the idea of Hayne at left centre, Jack Bird right centre. Tom Trevojevic, I think he's got to get in there somewhere, so he's on my wing. Um, Maloney and Pierce are the halves. I think we're all agreed that's where they're going, whether we actually agree with it or not, but I think we're. <laughs> I think that's what they're doing. Frizzell, I think, yep. steals the lock, even though he plays on the edge. I'm not a big fan, personally, of moving people around. I think if they play left edge, that should be the position. Looking at left centre, you know, right edge, etc., etc., middle third. But I do believe Daly's going to do that with Jackson and Cordner, um, a good left, you know, Jackson right edge, Cordner left edge combination. Jake Jaborovic and Andrew Fafita are my props. I tossed. I thought Peter Wallace might get it over Nathan Peets, but... I, I think you guys are probably right, so I probably will stick with Pete's there. And then the bench, I kind of stolen, or not deliberately, but I've ended up pinching a bit from everyone because Matt Moylan, I think, will be the bench um, back specialists um, with potentially Mitchell Pierce going into dummy half during the game at some point if Pete's or Wallace do need a breather, whoever they go with there. I think Jack DeBellin's earned a spot on the bench. Um, and then you've got David Clemmer and James Tamau. Tamau just over Merrin, but it could go either way. And I should say, special mention, Dale Finuca, and I think he could be 18th man. He's going pretty close. I do think that Daly is very close to picking him, and he will be picked probably for one of these um, origin games, I, I would assume. Um, I think if you nut this out from a supercoach perspective, I think you're looking at guys like we all knew Tedesco was going to get picked, and I think we could pretty much say Tom Tabrovich is going to be picked. The fact that two of those, of those teams, buyers the Tigers and Manly, are over on origin games anyway probably pretty much sets to you 
that you're happy to keep those guys. Um, they're going to miss the three games over that period. Um, Jake Jaborovic might be a little bit tougher, but again, you can use that same logic for him. I think Boyd Cordner is a tougher one. Um, Pete, his Roosters have only got one buy on, on an Origin game, one buy off. That means he'll miss four. So I think that's a bit tougher. Um, and then I guess the other one to ask you, Pete, would be Jared Hayne. If you've just gone out and bought him, you know, and he gets selected in Origin, what what do you do there? That's a tricky one because we know how explosive this bloke can be. Um, no, I don't know whether he's going to turn it on again like he did in, way back in 2009, but only just a few weeks ago he looked he looked pretty dynamite for the Titans. So, oh, pretty much every other player you'd say, you know, maybe if he's missing four and, and playing for not one of the greatest teams around, you'd say, oh, you, you let him go. But for someone like Hayne, you know, maybe looking to make up some ground, you'd, I think I'd be hanging on to him. It's, uh, and he's still a he's decent a price, card. isn't he? It's not like you're mm. going to, you know, you can trade him yeah. for Paul Gallon or something. I mean, you're not going to get that kind of value for him yet because That's he's right. only just started to increase in price. So you're probably happy to hold on to him. Um. Well, Ryan, what about Jack DeBellin then if he gets picked? I mean, a lot of people had him in early on and or brought him in early on. Is he a guy that, you know, St George, two buyers on Origin, again, another team that it's pretty favourable for him if he is selected. He's only going to miss the three games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, he's definitely a possibility. But I think that the way, as you just mentioned, the, uh, the way the Dragons have their draws um, structured... I th- uh, sorry, their buy structured. Um, I think that it's probably you're probably okay. <laughs> you know, if he gets picked and you've got him in your team, then I think you probably just came for that time. Yeah, I'm tending to agree. Pretty much the whole New South Wales team. If you own one of those players, even if it's Dylan Walker who Ryan had in there, I don't think any of us could fit him in. But I think you're keeping him as well. Um, all right, let's move on to the Queensland team now. And um, I'll start with Andrews. Billy Slater, fullback. Darius Boyd and Corey Oates on the wings. Dane Gagai, Will Chambers in the centres. Um, he's basically grouped the 5'8". It'll be JT if fit or Cherry Evans if not, if Thurston's not fit. Cronk at halfback. Napper and Miles, the prop. Smith hooker. Um, Gillette and Papali, second rowers. Maguire, Locke, Morgan, Tide, Guerra and Wallace. Um, with Lilliman 18th man. Um, they're guys, I, I'm not sure if you both got a Queensland team for us. So I do. I'll start sure with do. All right, Pete, we'll go with you again. All right, I just had to make an adjustment because I forgot someone, but that's all right. I've got it, got it now. Queensland, I've looked at, um, I've made a couple of changes from uh, Andrew. So I've got, I've, I left. Darius at fullback, and then Slater, Chambers, O'Neill, Holmes, Morgan, Cronk, Thiday, Smith, Lilliman, Papali, Gillett, Maguire, and with the bench being uh, Lowe, Cooper, Hess, and Milford. What was your forward pack, sorry? My forward pack was Thiday, Smith, Lilliman, Papali, Gillett, Maguire. I looked at yeah. the Australian team. I also looked at what um, who'd been for Queensland last year. If you remember, they won the series two one, and they usually stick pretty solid. Um, yeah, and so that's why. Hence, 
a bloke like Lilyman, you know, might have flown under the radar a little bit, but I don't think the Queensland selectors have got him, so that's why he's So you've he's in left there. out Napa and Wallace as well as Lilyman and Guerra. Uh, Guerra. There's a few, there's uh, a few uh, in there. Uh, Lilyman. Lilliman is in there. Oh, yeah, Lilliman's So, yeah, then, but no Napa at all miles. No. I thought, no, we'll see. I think Nate Miles, I know that, um, you know, sometimes I can pick him from obscurity, but I, he's been very up and down for Manly, and mm. I, I haven't been that impressed with him, and I don't think I don't think he's going to get a spot over a couple of these other fellas. Remembering Maguire missed the second half of the series last year, so... He's going to, um, he's like a dead cert for a spot, of course. I think Jill and Parley speak for themselves. Thiday's on the edge of his career. I was undernard about him. But I think Lowe has been in good form. Um, Cooper's been there before, as I said to you a couple of weeks ago. I'll pick Hess, I think. I think they will pick him, and I think. But Milford's the big on one, Milford isn't he? Because a lot of people own Milford thinking he's not going to play. And I don't think he'll get selected either. I think there's a few halves ahead of him, but that'd be a big dent if Milford got selected for, for quite a few super coach owners. See, I think they might look for someone with a bit of versatility off the bench in their backs. You could see him coming on a dummy half or um, in the halves at some point, and I, I think he'd be dynamite coming on with 20 minutes to go or something. And I assume if That's Thurston's what... fit, Milford drops out because Morgan goes back to your bench. That's correct. Okay. All right, Ryan, what about you? Yeah, I had uh, Boyd, Oates, O'Neill, Gagai and Slater as the back five. Um, had uh, Milf and Cronk as the halves, except um, that's a toss-up. I think DCE is a shot in there, so I'm not quite sure. Um, he more Milford. Um, then I had Napa, Smith, Miles, Gillette, Tide and Maguire. Um, as the full pack um, with Cooper, Wallace, Guerra, um, and either Milf or DC on the bench. All right. So this is pretty... There's a lot of similarities with yours and Pete's side, and I've got to say Andrew's and mine. So it's interesting. Usually the, we don't even bother about the Queensland team. It picks itself. This is the first year where actually it's harder <laughs> than the... Mm-hmm. Than the New South Wales team it in is. respect. Um, I've gone Boyd at fullback. The way that... Um, Kevin Waters has been talking on NRL 360. I think he's going to keep him at fullback, which means the three. I don't think they'll put Slater on the wing, personally. So I've gone with Gagai, Chambers, O'Neill, Holmes as my three-quarter line uh, that I expect they'll go with. Um, but I get if I guess Corey Oates is, is also a big chance there, and Gagai could play centres. Um, I think, again, hearing from Kevin Walter speak so highly about Cherry Evans and the form that Cherry Evans has been in, I think he'll get the 5-8th roll if Thurston isn't fit. So that leaves still Cronk at halfback, of course. Um, like you guys, I think Thido will be moved to the middle third, even though he plays left edge for the Broncos, just because there's not a lot of middle third players to choose from at the moment for Queensland, um, especially with Matt Scott out. I think Maguire and Napa get the props. Smith, Hooker, Gillette and Papali will play on the edges. I think that's pretty straightforward. Um, Slater on the bench. I do think he's he's won himself a position in the 17. So obviously I wouldn't be surprised if anyone else's team who's got Slater in there is correct. Uh, Nate Miles um, for the old, for the experience would be there as with Jacob Lilliman and Jared Wallace probably just beats out Cohen Hess and Felice Cafusi purely because Wallace plays in the middle. Um, but again with 
um, Miles and Lilliman there, they could easily go with either Hess or Kafusi, I think wouldn't go wrong. Um, it's, there's a lot to digest with the Queensland team because of guys like Valentine Holmes, Crowell have got a good draw um, for buys. I know I brought Holmes in a few weeks ago thinking he wouldn't get picked for Queensland. Um, I don't, after the Australian selection, I've backtracked. I think um, Kevin Walters has come out and said that it doesn't guarantee selection for Queensland, so I wouldn't be surprised if Holmes misses out either. You could either easily have Corey Oates in for him in my lineup. You could easily have Slater at fullback and Boyd on the wing. You could have a couple of those three quarters I've picked out. But I do think that um, in the end of the day, with Australia's big victory, it's probably enough to get him over the line, which means he's pretty much a sell um, at the moment, Holmes. Um, I do think that Felice Kafusi, um, and, and you may do this regardless, I think by origin he may be a sell. Melbourne don't play around 12 anyway. So I think that's interesting. And I think Jared Wallace is interesting. Um, Ryan, I know that, you know, you had him on your bench. I've got him on my bench. If you, I mean, he's been pretty good for the bargain that he was at the start of the year. If you're a Jared Wallace owner, you're thinking now, oh, well, I'll just upgrade that position. I'll get someone in, you know, in the meantime to cover origin and then by the post-origin, I'll bring in a, a top gun. Yeah, look, that's a way to go. I'd kind of thinking just just holding on to him just to make sure that he actually is in that team because it'd be a real shame if you have him and then the Titans, just him on. Titans don't play around 12. That's one drawback. Yeah. So it's just one of those things because he is going to be one of those fringe guys, you know, he's going to be on the bench if he gets selected. Um but yeah, it's hard because of that draw, because of the draw that the Titans have. It's difficult to go. Okay, well, look, I'm just going to. If you if you had him from the beginning, then I think it's fair enough that you move on from him. But if you bought him in, then you really got to think twice, um, and you know, make the hard choices. Uh, you know, in a couple of weeks' time. Pete, what are you doing with Cohen Hess? I mean, I know you've, you've got him in your lineup. Um, so if you're on him. You know, are you mo- are you sort of saying, well, he's just not going to get enough games, or are you okay? Again, the Cowboys only you'd you'd miss three games, I think, if he was playing Origin, and obviously to the normal two otherwise. So not a big not a big switch if he's playing. That's true. I, listen, I for me, I think they will select him. There's obviously some doubt there, and I can and you guys have said about Nate Miles going that way instead of going with the experience. But so do you I, keep him in your lineup? I think so. I think so. Um, also on the Thurston injury, when you said about relating, you know, about the impact that one injured player has on another and in your lineup, super coach well, wise I, I don't know if Hess is a play this week. Because the Bulldogs aren't the easiest team to score super coach points against. And we'll get to this very shortly. I know we're still in origin, but that's that's how much Thurston means to his support cast. That's right. Whereas if Thurston's so playing, I guess it's straight in my lineup, you know. Um, yeah. The other guy, I just want to mention one name because none of us have mentioned it, Ryan, before we, we do have to move on. We've spent a lot of time on this, but it is an important topic, of course. It's Corey Norman. I mean, he's been playing really well. Thurston potentially not playing, and we've named a lot of 
potential halves between the four of us, but not one of us have named Norban. No, that's that's true, and I kind of almost forgot about him just because I guess DCE's been there before, and Milford was in that squad um, at the beginning of last year, and then they, you know, mm. I think he was a part yeah. of the group that played up. And, that's right. Um, so he kind of gets a little bit forgotten, but yeah, he's definitely in there with a chance, being that he is playing so well. They're possibly looking for that, you know, that bit of spark off the bench. Um, that, you know, not to mention the fact that now uh, Jonathan Thurston is in major doubt um, for at least one of the games. Um, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the biggest what. one because these other guys we're yeah, talking about, absolutely. they're only missing one you, extra game if they get selected. So you're sort of saying, well, if I want to hold, hold them, yeah. you know, there's Milford, of course. I think that's a big one because they play around 12. So a lot of people yeah. thought, well, we'll get Milford in and then worry about it later. You know, he plays around 12 and then... I have to get rid of him for round 15, fine. Um, but Norman's the biggest because he's he's going to play round 12, 15 and 18, unless, of course, he's playing Origin, and he misses five out of seven weeks, and he's no good to yeah, it, yeah, if you have Norman and he gets picked for Origin, it's a disaster for you. You have to sell um, him. <laughs> yeah. And the danger, of course, you sell him, and then Thurston comes back, and then he's back playing, <laughs> but you've sold him. So you really, it's really not a good situation. No, I it's a real tough one get at this time of year, um, especially now. Pray doesn't get selected if you own him. At least Cody Walker, I mean, that's one thing. Our owners are cursing the name Cody Walker at the moment, but at least um, it means he won't get picked for origin. He might come <laughs> back now for you. All right. I think we've done enough origin uh, for the moment. Let's go on to the team changes for this week. Um the Thursday night game, Matt Frawley comes in for Josh Reynolds, who's, of course, injured, as we said earlier on. Uh, Fatala Mariner is the bench. Um, all the Cowboys changes. Lachlan Coote is at fullback. Saponga's been left out, although he is in the 21. Ray Thompson's been named halfback. Don't be shocked if Ponga ends up playing fullback. Coote plays in the halves. It's not without some realm of possibility. Ethan Lowe has replaced Cohen Hess in the back row. Hess goes back to the bench. Jake Granville's back at hooker while John Asiato has been moved to prop. Uh, Fensum is now on the bench as well. No Corey Jensen anymore. So they're getting a few guys back there, North Queensland. It should be a, an interesting game with those few guys back, but, of course, still no JT. Uh, the Dragons beat the Sharks. Uh, Jason Nightingale moves to fullback for Josh Dugan, um, who's out injured, of course. Tane Milne on the wing. He's got his own issues of injury. Jai Field on the bench. This is an interesting one, uh, Pete. Uh, Wood, or Jay Field, sorry. Wood Field potentially come in and man move to the wing. I know Fi-Fi Low has been named in the 21, so I guess that's your other option, especially if Milne's out. But is there any way that Field ends up starting that, that game and Manns plays in three quarters? It is, it is possible. Um, also, that uh, because Field can not only play in the halves, but has also got experience at fullback. So he's a possibility of moving there, and then he can yeah, move. Right. Milne is out and nodding. Will go to the wing and field at fullback. Um, I believe also that Jay, that Jayfield has some experience in goal kicking. Um, from what I hear, so he may that may help him get into the side because now Saints have now lost their their two strike goal kickers yeah. in Widdop and Dugan. Right, interesting. The Sharks, well, they just made the one change there. Tony Williams out for the season now after doing that injury for Tonga. Um, an ACL, unfortunately for him. Luke Lewis 
but is back, so he'll come straight back into the lineup there on the right edge. Tigers v Souths. Uh, Suaso Sue comes in for the injured Aaron Woods. Tim Grant will return via the bench. Braden Burns is in for Robert Jennings. I haven't heard any injury news from Robert Jennings, so potentially he's just been dropped. There. It was a lot. There was a lot of tries scored on his side. Highmore Hunt's been moved to the centres. Um, in the Penrith game v the Warriors, James Fisher Harris is the new second rower. So Corey Harira Niera is on the bench. Probably not doing much good for you there. He may even be a trade-out target this week because um, he's made so much money. It's hard to see him making too much more if he's only playing 20 minutes or so. Um, but you're probably giving it one more week just to see what happens. Uh, Solomon Carter's come back for the Warriors. David Fisatua goes to the wing uh, there. And um, Clarice Nickel Klockstad is out. Tim Glasby is the new prop for Melbourne with Jesse Bromwich stood down for a couple of weeks. Mark Nichols, Tahu Harris, Riley Jacks on the bench. The interesting watch here will be Tahu Harris. He's been a super coach gun in the past, playing dual positions. bit high price at the moment, coming back off the bench. This is uh, quite good, Ryan, because if he only plays 20 minutes the first couple of weeks, he could be a very juicy price um, by sort of round 13. Absolutely. He could be the mid-season pick-up of the year. Um, if, you know, provided he uh, captures the form that he, the super coach form that he had. Uh, but, yeah, you definitely he is one guy that you want to keep your eye on. Yeah, and um, Kevin Proctor, I guess it's interesting the Storm and Titans playing each other with that incident with Jesse Bromance and Kevin Proctor because he's also out for two weeks. Joe Greenwood, he's been pretty impressive lately, gets in the, into the starting lineup there on the in the back row. He'll actually play left edge. Chris McQueen, who pre- prefers to play on the right but has been moved to the left this year with Proctor coming up to Gold Coast. Um, McQueen will go back to his preferred right edge position. Dale Copley goes... Onto the bench there. Interesting to see how that works with Jared Hayne now in the centres and Dan Sargentson on the wing. There's every chance that Hayne ends up spending some time at fullback with Copley back into the centres. It may even start that way. Not sure whether it would be Roberts or Elgie who would go back to the bench in that situation. Um, it is it is ever-evolving there on the Gold Coast. And even though we thought Ignatius Parsi back this week, he hasn't been named in the 21. So that's one to note as well. Manly, well, they've stuck with the same team that demolished Souths last week, while Brisbane have only really made the change that was forced with James Roberts' injury. Jordan Carvey goes to the centres, David Mead to the wing. And interesting to see George Fire comes onto the bench. He'll be a watch, um, just a, a, a cheapy watch for you as well. Newcastle, Luke Yates at lock. Uh, Anthony Tupo on the bench, um, Josh King out. Not really much to, to know to really write home about with the Knights right now. Um, Papali's out for the Raiders, so Sia Soliola gets the start in the second row. Could be a good daily league option for you, Soliola. Uh, he has been very successful in Supercoach in the past when he plays 80 minutes, which he should do this week. And Dunamis Louis onto the bench while the Roosters. Pete Luttrell Mitchell's back for Sean Kenny Dow, has been stood down. But it is a tough matchup against Parramatta, who have stuck 1-17. to But it'll be interesting to see um, how he goes, because a lot of people uh, kept Mitchell with the hope that he could play in Round 12, of course, because the Roosters um, are playing one of the few teams to be playing that game. And, and, and they do have a reasonably good bye draw. Absolutely. Well, at the beginning of the year, he was just absolutely flying with Mitchell. And I was thinking, you know, he was maybe a smoke 
recipe for um, for New South Wales at that point, and then it just all seemed to fall apart in this game against Brisbane. He got dropped, and you think, oh God, am I going to get rid of him, super coach wise? And probably, as you say, quite a few people probably did were wondering how long he was out. Um, he's got his opportunity now. Um, as you say, Parramatta hard to score against. It's a tricky one. Um, whether you with Parramatta's defence so good and and particularly with Mitchell defensively still I would suggest he may still have some issues um, yeah I'd be a bit reluctant to be on um, Latrell Mitchell this week I think might just have to be keeping him on your bench um, see how he goes let's look at Hello. some of the big names according to our app um, and our, our predictor I should say James Tedesco predicted to go large a game against Southwell we saw what Manly did last week we saw what Tom Dubrovich did Tedesco could do something similar Cameron Munster that's an interesting one against the Titans we've seen halves, left halves do well Munster's not really your typical left half back um, but he's playing in that role, so and he has the ability to go large, so that's 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 an interesting one there. David Novalima, if he plays, another one to target against that weak South's defence, um, backline defence. Billy Slater, I think he could have another big game. He's been going very well um, of late. Probably not a lot of takers with most people set as with Tedesco and RTS as their two fullbacks, but Slater quietly, you know, well rising on that three hundred thousand that he started the year with. Um, Another big game expected from him. Aaron Crichton should bounce back against the pretty um, weak West Tigers team. I think now the Tigers are the worst team uh, for giving up super coach points. Uh, Jordan Rapana is right up there for the Raiders. Ryan, he, he could be your best trade-in target this week because, of course, Raiders playing in round 12. I know that he's due to lose a bit of money this week, but he's got a high, a high predicted score. And if you're just looking overall, it might be worth it to bring him in. Yeah, absolutely. Look, he's obviously um, having a great season, um, super coach wise. You know, bar anything else. Um, and so, yeah, I he is expensive, but if you've got the if you've got the ability to do so, um, coming up to this buy season, coming up with the fact that he's not going to miss any um, games due to Origin because he's a New Zealander, so I think it's all positive for him. Uh, Corey Norman's also there with Sean Johnson, another New Zealander, and both those guys can be good owners, good ones to own around this period. Um, Jack Whiten, uh, Cody Walker might bounce back against those Tigers, and Martin Tapau, he's been a good one uh, of late, and so that'd be interesting. I mean, the Broncos play it pretty tough up the middle, but I guess that means that Tapau gets a nice little uptick there as well. And those um, predictors are all done, of course, for the app. And you can purchase the app if you go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com. But it's not all that you get. I mean, this predictor's great. It doesn't just do Supercoach. You've got um, or Supercoach scores. You can look at it, for, is it in regards to price rises and price falls. You can look at it per team. Um, and, of course, the Moneyball feature, all the, the stats for Moneyball recalculated the, into the predictor for, for that. Uh, if you're interested in playing Moneyball and, you know, the price of the app, could be covered in, in one week with that extra information you have over your opponents. Um, but then there's all the other stuff as well. There's the, the blogs we do, you know, the recaps, the previews, um, what we learned. You've got the, all the Facebook and Twitter information up there and this very podcast. And at the end of the day, if really you're interested in nothing else and you're just happy with our product, what we do for you, 
and you just want to get the pot or in one easy location or, or say thanks because this is the only way we make money. We don't have any sort of major sponsors or anything like that. Um, go there, www.supercatchpros.com, buy the app. If you, have, if you haven't already and you're a regular listener, we, we say to you, please do that. Um, you know, we put a lot of time and effort into this through the course of the season and that's really our only way to, to get anything back. So... Uh, you won't be disappointed. I know, Ryan, you know, you, you use it every week, um, Moneyball, you know, just to listen. Just listen to, if you just needed to listen to the podcast, you can do it because it all gets downloaded yeah. straight away. Look, absolutely. It's just, um, it's good to have, and especially coming off a bye week, it kind of gets you back into the into the swing. Um, and so, you know, you can just, it's just all at your fingertips and it's just, it's just a good, it's a great tool to have. All right, and looking ahead to round 11, Broncos play the Tigers, Dragons play the Warriors, Panthers v. the Knights, Storm v. the Rabbitohs, and Seagulls v. the Titans. So there's some teams that you might want to target over a two-week period. Once again, that out, you can search by two round price rises as well. So if you want to look ahead, there's even a function for that. Let's get on to the tweets now. Um, Pat asks, Did you do you see Dylan Walker and Tom Draborich's cells during Origin if selected? which Origin players are whole over the buy period. I think we've already covered that in the Origin. So I will at least the second part of your question, Pete. What about the first part? Dylan Walker and Tom Javorovic, their buys are, are, are 12 and 15, I believe, for Manly. Um, are they they, hold, they holds over that period or sells? Uh, Dylan Walker, I, I don't know that he's going to get selected, but this time last year I didn't think he was going to get selected either. So, you know... Um, Tom Trebojevic as well. I, yeah, he's been going great guns lately. Like that game against South, I think he was, you know, what he scored about 119 points or something like that. Um, how many games did we say that Manly that they would miss if, if selected for Origin over that period? Uh, Twelve and fifteen are the, are the two. So they're both Origin games anyway. So either way, they don't play. They'll. Uh, the only difference would be yeah, if they're not yeah. picked for third Origin, then they'll get an extra game in and. Otherwise, it's not a big adjustment. I think personally, I'd be keeping Tom Trebojevic, uh, Dylan Walker, probably less so. Gav asks, should I be getting Jared Croker if I already have BJ Lua? Ryan, what do you think of that? The Raiders, of course, play round 12, but then they've got their buyers on round 15 and 18. So it's a bit of a trap to bring in too many Canberra players because then you have to be trading them out later on during the origin period. Yeah, exactly right. Um, if you're, I don't know, I guess if if you're a trader, um, then it's possibly then it's possible. But you are burning quite a few across that across that little section, um, and you do need you do need um, some trades towards the end of the year as well. Um, you must remember that. Um, look, I think if you've got um, Leilua, bringing Croker in is a bit tough. Um, and I know that the upside is that Croker kicks goals for the Raiders, mm. but having having two of those guys in the draw isn't great. He's had a few injuries, and he seems to get knocked about. He missed. He didn't go for goal one time in, in the game against the Bulldogs just um, two weeks back, or last That's round. Exactly right. Yeah. You know, because no, he copped the knock, even though he got the try, and Caesar had to kick it. When you've got a great goal kicker like Aiden Caesar, there, you know. The pressure's off, yeah, isn't good, it? Good backup to have, really. Mm. So, yeah, so I, I think it's probably best just to stick with Leilua if you have him at the moment. 
S asks Cheapy that Cheapies that may get a run over Origin period and disappear. This could be actually topic for next week. That's a good question, um, Pete. I know that on the surface this could be might need a bit more research, but um, I'm thinking the guy that and unfortunately they don't they've got buys around twelve and fifteen. But the one Cheapy that I'm waiting for to get a third game is Dylan Edwards for Penrith because he's sitting on a very high. Um, a potential price rise, a very a minus break even, I think it is, averaging 62 in two games. Um, could be something we could talk about a lot next week um, that, that we're looking at. But I guess if you look at some of the, the teams that are, that are playing, going to have to sub players in. Maybe Brisbane, they've got to play round 12. There's going to be a few, maybe this George Fire coming off the bench, Pete. Um, it's going to be one to keep an eye on. He might have to start in round 12. Yeah, good spotting on him uh, when you, you're going through the teams there just a few minutes ago. I think he'd be an excellent one. Um, as you say, you've got Thiday, like so Thiday and Gillip and Maguire. There's three of the forwards missing from the from the forward pack that apps, and they're not speculation about they're getting picked. They are getting picked. Yeah. So, yeah, he'd be an obvious one to an obvious cheapie to, to look at, absolutely. Ryan, is there any ones that you're sort of thinking? I mean, the, the teams that are going to play most over this period, uh, the Eels, um, the Bulldogs, the Rabbitohs, probably not a lot of origin players from those teams. Maybe Adam Elliott for the Bulldogs, who might have already bumped because of that 91. He, he was cheap until that game, but with Josh Jackson being out potentially yeah look it's it is a tough one the only one I can think of and it's only just popped into my head because because he's named on the bench and we were talking about it earlier with Jai Field being that he could be a chance to pl- actually start and play in the halves depending on how he goes obviously for the whole game mm. but if he does end up playing and he does end up going okay then he's a cheapie I, I believe he's played one game so far this year and um, a very low the score, uh, it's not really going to affect his super coach. Yeah. You know, it's, he's got to get a bigger uh, score. Exactly right. So um, if you don't have him, because I'm sure some guys had him at start and then bumped him out after they saw he wasn't going to play anymore, um, he could well be a chance. He's definitely on a watch for me. I'd be interested to see if Kurt Capel gets Wade Graham's spot, if Graham selected the Sharks play in round 12 and round 15. Um, Capel's been playing, he's been doing all right, but on the wing, it's very hit and miss, whereas in the back row, he could be a, maybe not quite Cohen Hess-like, but or Corey Herrera-Nera, but you know, there is that upside, and he's a pretty pretty strong player too, so I'd be keeping on him. He's not really the cheap, he's not a cheapie, and he may may stick around, may not disappear. So I don't know if that exactly answers your question, but that's one I'm interested in as well. Um, I think that's a great topic for next week, so I think we need to bring that back and flesh it out a bit, do a bit more research. We've um, we've hit our maximum, guys, um, after a couple of shorter shows, the last couple of um, episodes. We've got, to, we've got to go because we are simply out of time. Pete, thank you so much. Thank you. It was said always a pleasure. And Ryan, thank you. We'll talk to you next week, of course. Yeah, no worries, man. 
And I'm Paul Grissett, Capulli G. Of course, make sure you follow us on Twitter and on Facebook at Supercoach Pros. Go to the website, www.supercoachpros.com. Follow the links for Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care if you need physio in the Sydney area. And, of course, for our all-important app, www.supercoachpros.com. Buy the app. And, of course, you get this podcast plus all the other information, the predictor, the all-important predictor with those costs built in as well and the Moneyball features all there as well with that important H value. Don't forget, not just best value for Moneyball, but H value, which combines expected um, score with the, with the price. And that's, that's a pretty unique feature that we've got um, for you there. So... Go and download it, www.supercoachpros.com. Follow the links there for i for, for Apple and for Android. And that's it for the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast for another week. And we'll talk to you again next Tuesday. Bye for now.